guys. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, it's hello. Hello. Hello, it's me, John Blythe, and this podcast, this regular features episode of this podcast here, is coming out to you live on my fucking birthday, the 4th of January, everybody. Come on. Round of applause, please. Celebrate the 4th of January with log in mind. So I'm here stuffing revels into my mouth and uh, also other festive chocolates. Um, I was so frustrated because I knew it was log's birthday. I wrote him a card earlier today. Log came in, dropped the B-bomb, just <laughs> mentioned offhandedly, oh, because my birthday is coming up. I had to run upstairs and grab the card and bring it down That's quickly proof. enough that he wouldn't think that I'd just gone and made him a card. Uh-huh. I, I assumed that he'd done one of his patterns at joint. You know when we do birth- when we did birthday cards at a live show? Yeah. Yep. And we, we just sat there on a sort of like conveyor belt of just drawing dicks on things and mm-hmm. making trying to make as many amusing things and make as many people happy as possible yeah um, yeah I, just, I assumed you'd run upstairs and just drawn a coiled up dick saying <laughs> whatever, whatever what was it was the there was a GPS saying do a U-turn and the dick was all spiralled up and he was saying this this dang GPS has got me all in a tizzy <laughs> yes <laughs> It's a, it's a scene that is, it's right out of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it was titled Ding Dong with a Tom Tom. <laughs> Look, can I just say, I'm amazed and impressed at how effectively you're managing to use your, your alien-style hamster cheek pouches to both fill your mouth with revels constantly and still talk so clearly. Are you going to continue this throughout the whole podcast? You don't stay fat and work behind a bar and communicate with your customers by not having magical hamster cheeks. And let me tell you, if you fire any of those revels out at me, I'm going to use my shield to deflect them back at your face. What animal is your shield related to? Because my hamster cheeks... I don't know. I'm assuming you've got a kind of tortoise shield or something? Yeah, that makes Uh, sense. Turtle, tortoise... you don't, you don't actually fucking carry an actual human shield around with you, do you? A human shield? <laughs> well, oh, no, not like a hostage. Oh, no, a shield that humans use in battle. Uh, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to, like, need protection from just revels and nothing else, I'll happily be your human shield. <laughs> just a gun to your head. That sounds like a really effective way to, like, get revels and... Um, some sort of sense of kudos of being a hero. Yeah, especially pre-moistened revels from oh, logs. Oh, actually, I've, circular I'll pouches. Have, I'll have sucked all the chocolate off so you can see what they are in advance and reject the ones you do not want to eat in your mouth. These aren't <laughs> just revels. These are pre-moistened revels from mm. logs pouch. Low calorie. All the worst calories have been sucked off. Oh, no, I like now them. stuck to the roof of logs mouth. Oh, <laughs> clarty mouth. Oh, my clarty mouth. Who's got features? I've got features. But before we got features, I've got a... a, I must confess, I forgot it was your birthday, but I have a Christmas slash birthday (gasps) present slash just something nice for log. Judging by the size of this, is it a mini-disc full of Soft Jam Stevens Christmas music? (laughs) Oh, God, no. (laughs) I thought I'd made that up, but it's actually a poster on your wall, Steve. (laughs) I just basically read Steve's wall. (laughs) It's the other 49 state albums. No, it's not. It's just a small thing from me and my wife. Because she saw it and thought it was great, and I oh. thought, oh, I know who'd like that. Wow, oh. well, I'm making noises just to fill the dead air That's while I open this thing really thing. slowly. Red. Oh. Dick. It's a tiny book, especially for you to draw all of your penis drawings in. This is Perfect. It's, it's exclusively for just drawing. So when you're on the when you're on the train and you think I've got a great idea for a small picture of a penis now, 
you can jot it in your yeah. tiny penis notebook. Like, why don't you describe to the readers what, what the present is? I'm, I'm too Joe busy- Cornish I- on the Adam and Joe podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too busy thinking that the word perfect has got the word erect in it. And I was just, I was thinking, how can I turn that into something? Oh, but yeah. look, I just, I, th- I know, I'll just describe my thought process as a substitute for a well-formed joke. It's actually a small book full of blank pages, red on cover, and there is a golden dick inked on the front of it, which is a cl- your <laughs> the book's clue to me that I am only to draw dicks inside <laughs> the book. Well, you probably could use it for something else, but it just, I think, I like the idea of you just popping out of your pocket thoughtfully and <laughs> this <laughs> tiny leather book <laughs> with a small cock on it and drawing a cock in it. <laughs> I kind of feel like it's that's that's who you are in my head. In a good I'm way. going to do this, and then when I've finished this book full of dicks, I am going to auction, auction it, it off yeah. to a regular features reader. <gasps> you should for charities as yet to be named. That's a, great, that's <laughs> a really good Wonderful. idea. Yeah. Huh. Happy Christmas slash birthday log. <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> do your Joe Cornish thing and tell people I just gave log. Yeah. Describe what just happened. We lo- We did a hug. We did yeah. a hug. Features. <laughs> Ooh, squirty, squirty. You squirty, birty. Ooh, squirty, squirty. You dirty, birty. And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's Jumanji Adventure. <gasps> I didn't know that's what we were doing because I know my phone yet and I love Jumanji. Have you seen the new Jumanji? No. I don't well, love it that much. It's actually, it's actually, actually, guys, it's fine. Actually, actually, it's pretty good. I saw pretty the good. trailer in the movie, okay. and I liked being someone who jumps into an Avatar of the Rock, going, then checking out their muscles and going, "Ooh, I'm a muscly man," and making the Rock say that because he knows it. He knows he's muscly. I'm a muscly man. He, he gets to pretend to be uh, like a. So the the premise is rather than a board game, this time it's a video game. Oh, boy, everyone was oh, oh, very angry about this. Is it online? It's not online. Good. It's offline. Um, it's an old video game. I don't play this video old. games. I suppose, yeah. actually, to be fair, that makes more sense as being like, oh, check out this ancient video It's game. like a retro console game. Yeah. Ah. And it makes sense. But in... with graphics good enough to support the rock. Yeah. It, it looks like a PS1 game when they're outside the game, but when they get sucked into the game, it looks like the rock mm. in perfect Ooh. 4K Dolby Surround sound. It's interesting that The Rock has always been 4K Dolby Surround, Mm. even before those technologies were invented. Yeah. He just has that kind of crispy edge, naturally. That's one of his powers. I would kiss The Rock in 8-bit. I know it'd be abrasive. Mm. And it would sound like this. (laughs) 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 I cubic nearest neighbour. That's how I'd kiss him. (laughs) I cubic nearest (laughs) neighbour. That's how you maintain sharpness when resizing upwards. I'd want to maintain that authentic sharpness when I kissed him and shredded myself to bits on it. You wouldn't want some aliased rock all over you. Strangely, the rock is an alias. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, his real name is Dwayne Johnson, and he stars in this film. Now I understand the fun you guys have when you did jokes about maths. (laughs) Now you're doing jokes about Photoshop things. (laughs) I'm like, oh, I can do these. Part of something. (laughs) I feel whole. They discovered the Jumanji. Can you stop that, please? (laughs) They discovered Jumanji. Someone discovers Jumanji while jogging on the beach, which is where the board game ended up at the end of the original film. As we all know, it washed up on a beach, fade to black, the end, question mark, drums. Um, So it's discovered, it's given to a boy in the early 90s, I think, late 80s. So is Jumanji a a game that evolves to be 20 years behind the times? This is what I think. 
the guy opens it and he says, board games? Who plays board games anymore? And I know, Matt, keep your pants on. <laughs> Stephen, it's too late. My pants have been removed forcibly by, by, by nature. By nature. Herself. By the gods, perhaps. Uh, Why would you say such a thing? <laughs> and the board game, sensing that it's no longer taken the form of the hippest, hoppest, coolest kind of Who can I sue? Around. Oh, my God, I was right. It does, it does evolve. It changes into a wow. game overnight. Because the game wants Jumanji wants to be played. It's a cursed it? object. It's a cursed game that wants to be played. So it will change into a game. That's really cool. I and like it that. Does. I, yeah, it made perfect sense to me. And then from the, that point, I was on board. It was fun. Jack Black is really funny. Uh, it, what the the popular cool girl who loves Instagram gets sucked in and becomes Jack Black. So Jack Black sort of flounced oh, around right. doing like a belly girl <laughs> accent. And it's actually, despite myself, I really enjoyed it. Who jumps wow. into Karen Gillan's body? Um, oh, the shy girl who um, doesn't believe that she's pretty. Oh, it must be awful for her to jump into someone who's prettier than she is <laughs> and realise that it's not real. <laughs> and she gets to, like, she uh, is all, she's like a Lara Croft character. She's all, like, skimpy little pants and stuff and really hot. And Jack Black has to teach her to flirt. To put and, some fucking like, jumpers on. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. So I thought, I thought, we, what would happen if we got sucked into the world of Jumanji the video game. I'll so take it. I've written a little script just to test the waters in case they want to make <laughs> Jumanji 2 the regular features boys have a fun time in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where this takes place? In the grass. In the grass. <laughs> I can't wait. Right, have you got your scripts? Yeah, we have. Yeah, right. Testing the water of Jumanji. It's probably going to have probably going to have piranhas in it or something, isn't it? Let's be honest. I've given Or a shark. I've given you editing rights to my script, and someone's changed my name to Stephen Poohhead Titty. <laughs> and that was during the conversation that we was, just had. That yeah. was a joint effort. I Damn. think, I presume, Log wrote Poohhead, and then I, I added Titty. You added Titty. <laughs> Making a double-barreled name. This is not... We're gonna That's why you were laughing. You weren't laughing at my feature. You weren't reading no, ahead. No, we going, were. We did great. that right at the start. And then I just actually became so wrapped with you talking that I put my phone in my pocket because I forgot I needed it for... Maybe I don't want to play Jumanji anymore. Whoa, come on, Steve. You can roll the dice first. It's okay. a good not, thing. Not even, don't, have, don't even have dice anymore oh that's a shame yeah. anyway here we go that was the sound of going into Jumanji <laughs> here we are in the Jumanji jungle where all bets are off regarding the typical behaviour of wild animals trust nobody in Jumanji it is a mystical woodland biome teeming with riddles and snakes it is the treacherous forest of furious elephants where nothing is as it seems it's like the Eden Project, except it can properly fuck you up. If if Jumanji were a tile in a real-time strategy game, you'd better believe your units would suffer a small movement penalty when attempting to cross it. Shut up, you guys. I found the Jumanji clue. The three sexy adventurers spy a glowing treasure box nestled in the undergrowth. It shimmers and shines with what is very obviously clue energy. Well... Open it, then. Yes, pop that clue wide open. Yeah, prize open its little clue ass and work your greasy fingers up in there. Ram its dusty clue hole with two fingers, Steve. Okay, okay, cool your jets. (laughs) Steve opens the treasure box to reveal the clue inside. It's a Polaroid photograph of a man in his smoking jacket. (laughs) 
his smoking jacket. Peeking coquettishly over his shoulder, the smoking jacket is open at the front and just the hint of a smidge of balls is visible round the back. A speech bubble says, flip me over, kiss, kiss, kiss. <laughs> you do, and it's a letter. It's a letter addressed to Log. So we need to ask Log to read out the letter. Dear Alexander, a.k.a. Log, it's me, your eccentric great-uncle Alfred McClue. You may remember me from episode 189 of Regular Features, when you successfully sleuthed your way around the halls of McClue Manor and back into my good graces. Or perhaps you recall episode 200 of Regular Features, where you discovered my ghost in the alternative medicine aisle of the Spectral Boots and solved a riddle so devilishly cryptic that it catapulted you and your friends back into the mortal realm. Since we last met, I have been devising riddles from beyond the grave. But because I'm a ghost, and therefore not allowed to interact with the physical world, I've only been able to hide my riddles in metaphorical places, like in the laughter of a child, or in the smell of the first daffodil of spring. Of course. I smelled a real stinker at Daffodil last spring and immediately wondered which of the two barbers in a village would be the most skilled. The one with the bad haircut or the one with the good haircut? That's an easy one. It's obviously the barber with the good haircut because only a shit-ass barber would stroll around the village with a donkey-ass haircut. (laughs) Correct! Oh, it warms my translucent ghost heart to hear you boys solving my riddles again, just like the old days. In fact... It's time I came clean with you all. It was I, Alfred McClue, who sucked you off into Jumanji. And it is I, Alfred McClue, who will suck you off again, back into the real world. I'm ready. I might need 15 minutes and a glass of water. No. If you're going to leave at all, you must leave now. Go to the biggest elephant in Jumanji and present him with the sparkling green crystal that's also inside this treasure chest. He'll know what to do. Okay, bye. Sounds like old man McClue was in a hurry there towards the end. Yeah, perhaps he was writing his note just moments before he was supposed to begin podcasting. We can't know that for sure, Matt, but I know that he's committed to clues. It's a matter of public record that my great-uncle is absolutely bonkers for Conundra. And I won't hear otherwise from either of you two. I can't... This is supposed to be me, me, myself, (laughs) isn't it? I can't... I, I put in a voice... And I'm committed to the voice now. <laughs> Part of the voice for yourself, but he, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> You've assumed the character within the game that mm. is you, but slightly gruffer. This'll come to serve. <laughs> now let's find that big elephant. There it is. Oh, yes. Show it the crystal. Okay. It's working. He's, <laughs> he's sending us back to the real world using his trunk. Oh, wow. <laughs> what an incredible process. I can't even begin to describe how interesting and beautiful this all is. There wasn't even a riddle to solve. Thanks, elephant. Oh, what a fun day. Oof, we're back now. Yes, back in the real world where trains are and animals live in zoos where they belong. Very good. What an adventure. And wow. A, and, <coughs> um, we had a beginning and an end. <laughs> <laughs> an appearance from an old friend or foe. Da, da, da. He's, the, he's very much the Kylo Ren of regular features. Really, we good? Do you reckon we might, is that the last we're going to see of Alfred McClue? I sure hope so. <laughs> Probably not. Sweat. No, because you said he might be a foe. And I don't like seeing foes. That's true. I don't like seeing foes. But, but I like my metal to be tested, so you need a foe for that, because friends don't test your metal. 
That's great. Sucking on my features like you want to make. Calling me all the time. I'm trying to check out my frizzy features behind all the time. <laughs> Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. Oh! I thought of a joke. Do a joke, please. For please. If men at work ever joined forces with men without hats, they could never perform on a building site. <laughs> <laughs> Without breaking safety regulations. <laughs> and that's why they wrote the safety dancer, probably. <laughs> Under a different name. I've been thinking about the drums of Jumanji, and it's reminded me. I was talking about this um, before we started recording the podcast, but I'd like to heavily recommend a, a, tele- a German television show called Dark, which you have to watch in German with subtitles because fuck dubbing. No, but- no, no. And please, I'd like to back Matt up there by saying if you do watch it with the dubbing, You'll end up just laughing at and going, what the fuck is going on here? This is an idiot show for fucking arseholes. Yeah, it's, it's really bad, the dubbing, but it's great without. But I, I discovered when I was watching it, a fantastic, so I'm going to, I'm going to, it's a television show spoiler. I'm going to spoil, I'm going to tell you how to spoil a television show for yourself in a fun way. Mm. At the end of the show, the music has a dark drum beat, which we realised after about half the series has exactly the same timing and, and sound. As EastEnders? As, no. <laughs> as um, Fuck the Pain Away by Peaches, which means watch it with somebody close to you, and then when it comes in, it goes, bam, bam, at some point, just give it a couple of beats, and then just go, sucking on my titties like you wanted me. And it will it will make you ha- and them happy. But it will also kind of spoil the, the, um, the sort of atmosphere of the show permanently but it's probably worth it anyway that's my television show spoiler like but now um, we I'm have gonna... done a fuck the pain away jingle haven't we oh, we have but I'm, I don't think does get fuck lost? the pain away does fit regular features <laughs> does it <laughs> it's five <laughs> syllables it does regular features regular regular features it's pretty it's uh, sucking on my features like you wanted me calling me all the time I'm trying to check out my prissy features behind all the time what else is in the teachers of features yeah we have done we that. have done that yes I, but it may have been a long time ago and it may have been bad maybe we should re-record it at some point mm. properly there are so I many jingles fourth. that are lost to the, the ages <laughs> yeah in the first 100 the jingle annals mm. Uh, foretell of many years ago. Yeah, we need to. What get we need on is uh, regular features historians to go back and analogue everything. Maybe yeah, find, start, uh, start up a wiki. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you did a Reddit. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, uh, a wiki would be never good. enough. Yeah, never enough. A Reddit that I will note did not respond in timely fashion to my heartfelt feature about the death of my dad. So fuck you, Reddit users, you pieces of shit. That was heartfelt, and you did nothing. Did so, they not? Well, well, not in the first three hours when I was clicking, thinking someone's going to react. Someone's going to react. This is the first sincere thing I've ever done. <laughs> they were on a Christmas break. Well, ah, fuck them, fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> I reacted. I reacted. <laughs> all that goodwill that you'd built up in nah, it. Well. It's, it's all jokes now. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2018. As we're doing our first ever 2018 podcast after our our, our triple. Wedge of uh, Christmas podcasts. Mm, we do love oh, it. We love Christmas. <laughs> That's why we do three Christmas podcasts. Oh, sandwich with Christmas as the bread, the filling, and the bread. Oh, with turkey and bread sauce in the middle. But no, I, I thought we'd start off with some um, Christmas it, feature. Christmas? No, no it's Cri- not. Oh. It's not. Only three. Come on, you know how it is. The the spirit, Holy Goat, and the other one. This is a New Year podcast. New Year, New You. The Father and the Holy Goat. M- yeah. Like. My father's dead. Oh, Actually, that's not cool, is man. That what you were getting at? I oh, wasn't. Fucking no. hell, man! I was talking about all of our fathers. Are you bringing it all back now? God, mm. 
Is he's, it, is it really he's wrong around. to pretend to cry over the death of your father? That happened within two weeks. Come on, back to you, Matt. Probably, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, before I get thrown off... <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. I'm, I'm inappropriate. It's fine, you can be as inappropriate as you'd like. It's allowed. But basically, I was looking at New Year's resolutions and thinking about my New Year's resolutions, thinking about how I'm going to better myself this year. But I thought, you know what? I reckon that really... Uh, at the moment, there's a bit of a trend for like going back to like old school stuff, like paleo diets and all this stuff. I'm thinking about mm. what things used to be like back in the old days, right? Mm. Before life got too complicated with us. Technology, Black Mirror. Hey, yeah, you've seen the television show Black Mirror? Isn't technology awful for everybody? Oh, so, are you going to do what Black Mirror would have been like in caveman days? <sighs> God, I'm not, but that's a really oh, good feature that I might do another Next day or week. someone else might steal. <laughs> anyway, what I'm going to do... Is, um, caveman invents a fire and then immediately tries to fuck it. <laughs> and his wife gets sad. <laughs> Watches through a window that she just invented. <laughs> then smashes her head through it. <laughs> and goes a jugular out on it. Yeah, the mirror. The, they should never have invented windows. <laughs> Why should humans be able to see other things? No, Our terrible. darkest instincts come to bear on shards of glass. I mean, we've basically just done the feature now. It uh, doesn't need to happen. Anyway, um, I, I went back and I looked at some cave paintings and I, I basically discovered a, 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 a podcast portal to a caveman era. So now we have, um, what are caveman's New Year's resolutions for, for us Ooh. for 2018? Like, what, what would the recommendations be from somebody from that era? Muh! <laughs> Oh, oh, no, yeah. Yeah. oh bro, it's your guy. caveman character. Real lawyer. Oh, Man, no, you're real lawyer. Real lawyer. Dobby Bar. Huh? Dobby Bar. Sometime, you'll be bar. Right? You'll be bar sometime. Caveman, be bar are you? Dobby Bar Bar? Be good. Huh? Be good. No, yeah, real lawyer. Number two. I can't believe it. I, I can't work out whether this would be best improved by subtitles or a bad American actor dubbing it. Oh no. No, you're a liar. Number two. E Beba. Okay? E Beba. E Beba. E Beba. No snack. E better. No McDonald. Good man, No McDonald. We're not McDonald. Father. Is there green one? I want no green one. Tattoo. No green one. Friday, no, no green one. No green tattoos. No, not a green one. Three more green one. Fire. Fire day. So is it? Fire day. <laughs> I know you think. Ibeba. Ibeba. That is for you, say. Caveman, you live right next to Big Waitress. Huh? <laughs> you live right next to Big Waitress. So convenient. for you. But listen, if you're fine. Hard, Ibeba. Here now you find New Year Realuya Frey. New Year Realuya Frey. <laughs> Oneness the fitness, one baby, one quiz. One, witness the fitness, one baby, one quiz. <laughs> yeah. No more, Stan Cave, stop it, Bobby Go. But Caveman, Eha. But caveman is hard, you say. But caveman is hard. Oh, shop a face. Shop a face. Look, just go jump 
Mumbo Jum. Okay, just gotta jump Mumbo Jum. Ah, is no ma. Fuck. <laughs> go to the go to the gym. Yeah, get a gym membership. The problem is, sorry, I actually write this phonetically, and it means that after I've had a drink, <laughs> you it's don't know both, what you're fucking talking about. Yeah, it means I sometimes have to remind myself what the fuck it means. <laughs> I, honestly, people see me writing that somebody saw me writing on this on the tube. But I don't. <laughs> He must he must have learning difficulties. Well like I two types of two fingered foreign. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, shout it as you Do they think I'm foreign or do they think I'm like I'm losing it? And also I have yeah, for, for, Yeah, because foreign people are stupid, you raise this. <laughs> no, they write different languages, you dig it. I mean like it's more as like you know when you're writing, you both you're both writers. Sometimes I find when you're writing you're trying to get in the feel of it, you end up like your face contorts and you move your hands a little bit. When I'm writing this sort of thing, I look like I'm Yeah, fucking... you may notice the my feature. I started writing it in a voice, changed my voice, and then realised that I'm not going to do it in that voice, so it's going to be really <laughs> a jumble. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is You're going to describe your feature as a jumble, yeah. as, as Matt literally garbles <laughs> his way through this bizarre caveman resolutions feature. Gym memberships. All right. Here we go. Just got jump mumbo jump. It's not some man. Ah. Fungabar la daz. Right? Think about my dad. No. <laughs> 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 what the fuck am I written? What does this mean? <laughs> Alright, I got it, I got it, I got it. I, I know what I've written now. <laughs> fungabar la daz. I can't fungabar la daz. Right? Yes. Five pound a month. Burr. Burr. Twere a work for work a month, so I for be a devob bar. I I'll give a fuck. I'll fuck the camera. Look, jump on the jump, get Bobby in good shop, right? Some red lolly peach bud, oh bubba, oh bubba, lolly meat. Bit make cave warm go like nice. Well, I get these going to the gym with Bobby from Goldfrap, and now he's got a big Bobby. <laughs> Can't get along with a Bobby for the warm. Look, look, right? Oh, la, la, la. Time for a New Year reunion. No more fur. Bitcoin, all right? Invest Bitcoin. Do invest. Don't invest in more rock. What point in that? No, invest Bitcoin, right? Mac money ten rock by big cave for lolly one. Bitcoin safe because is crumpy or currents. Crump crumpy. Crumpy o'clock. Crumpy or currents. Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Crumpy or currents. Special man or one. No, no. Man or one in Bitcoin cave keep Bitcoin in crumpy. Huh? So. You no worry. A lolly time. But special rock for lolly rum. Oh man. Or non bonner rum. You're cool. Wow. I love how you've got so quickly. You've embedded that in all our consciousness that crumpet means crisp cryptocurrency. We've so sent it now. <laughs> Steve's a genius. I'm yeah. really glad he was there for me on that one, oh. frankly. <laughs> Even when I was writing that, I was like, Jesus, man. <laughs> it's fun to decipher. Yeah, right? Yeah. And no problem when you play cool. <laughs> and I hope our bridge helps the readers. Yes. <laughs> Happy no yes from all a cave man and cave warm and cave non bonorum. 
im Big Kaufmann Kauf. No Baba, Big O, Baba. Bye, Caveman. What a nice caveman. What a He's lovely good. man. Caveman. Isn't that? I do hope he doesn't um, write an episode back. of Mirror in that voice because uh, it, it, it can barely carry words, let alone plot nuance. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting process to Warm. decode English into another language that I then can't read, but Steve can still understand. No. I, I think I'm... I, if you can submit languages to Duolingo, I am going to submit Caveman Duolingo. Like, warm, like... Crumpet. Crumpet. <laughs> it's actually really hard to write in caveman because sometimes you just be like, nah, this is too much like English. You have to break it a bit. And then you're like, no, this just doesn't make any sense. And when you get to cryptocurrency, you're fucked. Well, you sound like some family members of mine, so <laughs> quite easy to understand. <laughs> oh, hello. Would you like another feature? Yes, please. That would be wonderful. Everybody likes it. When do you guys go back to work? I mean, obviously, tomorrow. Whenever you want. I've worked all over Christmas and I fucking cleared this week. I bet you've worked all over Christmas. I worked this. This. I've got two fingers in this. You worked it. I got um, two fingers in that. Basically, I'm a sophisticated. I spit roast myself with my fingers. (laughs) An Ouroboros spit roast. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's more like an infinity loop. It's <laughs> a really profound way of masturbating. <laughs> I don't know whether I'm going to gag or come first. <laughs> oh, God. It's a circle of life. <laughs> now, if you're anything like me, you will fold yourself into a fucking mad shape when anyone mentions golf. Golf? Did you mention oh, golf? <laughs> oh, yeah. My leg is pushing you boys behind my head and I have no control over it. I can tell you boys are just like me because I fucking bloody love golf and I don't care who knows it. Actually, I do care who knows it. I want as many people to know that I love golf. I love it so much that I've begun to hang around with this golfing expert. And while I haven't actually played any golf yet, he assures me that we'll get onto St Andrews to play a couple of rounds soon if I just keep transferring money into his bank account. Anyway, I've got to go and take a fat shit that should take around 1,200 words. So let me introduce to you to my friend, the lovely Diglett O'Hara. Oh. Diglett O'Hara. Yeah, that's the, fa- the famous golfer. Yeah, that's my name. No yeah, way. That's, that's, no my, way. that's got, my name. You've got Diglett O'Hara. Diglett. That's my name. Diglett. I cannot believe we've got you on the podcast. Mm, I've, I've yet to settle into this voice, yet so it might change a little throughout the uh, Earth. Earth kit. The future. <laughs> oh, Earth a kit indeed. I should be so lucky. <laughs> you just missed Diglett O'Hara. I'm sure he'll come back in a minute. Anyway, I've got to say goodbye now. I'm I'm uh, the kit. Good night. I've got to go again. <coughs> Hello, I'm Diglett O'Hara. No, Hi. you just meant uh, <laughs> Mr. Uh, the kit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. cease your fucking around. I am. The Diglett O'Hara. I am the world's foremost authority on the game of golf that we call golf. (laughs) Now, I've not got anything prepared tonight, so I'm going to throw it open to the Q&A format. So if anyone has got any questions they want to know about golf, 
So this is the guy who corrals big boys. <laughs> no, he, he coughs more. <laughs> I tried doing different voices and you called me Eartha Kit. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a realisation that, that basically we all have four voices at tops. It's fine. I can, I can do a different one. No, no, I mean, I can't do any, so just go for it. Love can do anything he wants. I'm, I'm going to do a different voice now. <laughs> aggressive look of a man who goes, fuck you, I'll do anything. the name of Diglett O'Hara. <laughs> so if anyone... If anyone wants to ask me any questions about golf, here I am, Diglett O'Hara. If anyone wants to ask me... Have you got a question you want to ask? Anyone? Uh, how is, uh, in golf, how is the balls done? Oh, oh, golf balls were copied from the international prototype of golf ball, which is kept in the International Bureau of Weights, Measures and Sporting Balls in Paris. Each divot on the ball represents one of the laws of golf, such as do not block the holes with a beer mat to make your games last longer. Other rules include the important do not sit on the ball, the slightly more urgent I said don't sit on the ball, and the biggest rule there is, get up, you're sitting on the ball! (laughs) However, the most important rule is have fun, but how you can do that when everyone's just sitting on your fucking balls is anyone's guess. Stupid if you ask me. Anyone have any more questions about golf? I've got a question. Uh, what is it with all the birds on the scores? Now, now this is very sophisticated. If you do a score which is one, which is one under what your dad or pa did, then you have won a birdie. Pa. And then you must keep that up, your golfing jumper. Get three birdies and they will combine to form an eagle whose imperious gaze will put your opponent off and cause him to hook off a bad shot into a hedge, or worse. (laughs) Unfortunately, the eagle will scare off further birdies unless you stuff him up your jumper too, which will eliminate the benefits of his imperious gaze. If you do a three under par, this is called a what the fuck. And the umpire, who is kind of like an indecisive vampire... (laughs) <laughs> we'll say, this can't be possible. And a Sherlock will be employed to work out how you did it. The Sherlock will notice several things about you, then retreat into the large mind palace next to the clubhouse. <laughs> this will de- cause a de- delay of up to a week, depending on whether it's a two-parter. In future, in games of space golf, the courses will be massive and clubs will use teleporters technology, so it'll be possible to score up to ten under your par. And the birds will be shuffled into the following order. Wren's egg. Wren. Just a normal bird like you get in a tree. (laughs) Abnormally big wren. Bald eagle. Eagle in a wig. Tinsel emu. Spectral dodo. Mechanically ornamented eagle. And the claymation rock from Jason and the Argonauts. If you actually get a ten under par, you'll win a huge nest full of plasticine monsters. Does anyone else have any questions about golf? Well, I mean, I mean, I, I've tried to get into golf for a while. I've bought all the clubs, uh, but w- w- what now? Well, you don't have to wait to get onto a golf course. Just enjoy yourself. Swing them about a bit. Whack a few people in the guts. But before to say, but I'm so very sorry. One, one too many in the nineteenth hole. There, I'm very sorry. But be sure to say, get out of my fucking way, golfing over here. And that's, that's good etiquette. Now, once you've done that, got used to the clubs, try knocking some balls around the place. Do it right and they'll go quite far, which is something to consider when you choose what direction to whack the little pricks. <laughs> now, have you noticed that some of your clubs are wood 
and some of them are iron. Mm, I've always wondered. Now that's because some golf courses are highly magnetized and other golf courses are on fire. <laughs> Be sure to use the right golf club for the course. You will notice that there's also a sand wedge in your caddy. The sand wedge serves no use. The sand wedge is the cuckoo of golf, getting carried around like little Lord fucking Fauntleroy in your caddy and taking you for an absolute mug. Snap it over your knee and throw both bits at your wife for not being attractive enough to make you want to spend any time with her. <laughs> um, what's my handicap? <laughs> you tell me, mister. Maybe you've got a bad wiener or bonky tits. Uh, no, no, no. I'm joking. I'm joking. You know, come back. Come back. Uh, let me ask me another question. Um, what is putting exactly? Well, I'm glad you asked. Putting is the smallest golf there is, played on smooth grass that's really nice to lie down on. But still, it's so small. If I'm really being honest, playing golf this small makes you look a right cunt. The putters are like an inch long, and you look like you're running around with a toothpick saying, Ooh la 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 la, this is a lovely party. Can I have some more cheese and pineapple on my toothpick, please? Now, and that's why most proper golfers these days lie down and use snooker cues. Because snooker cues are massive, for one, and they also get to feel the lovely soft green grass against their tummies. Mm. If you're on the green and about to putt and you can't see the hole, be sure to check that your opponent isn't lying down with his dick in it, which is the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> if he is, just say, That's the oldest trick in the book, mate! <laughs> that'll, that'll show him. Okay, I'm enjoying having this unfettered access to golfing expert yeah. Diggler Tahara. Yeah. I've got another question. I, I, yeah, go for it. it. I knows the golf. Who was St. Andrews? There are no holes in my knowledge. Uh, uh, hang on, what did you say? Sorry, I was too busy thinking of uh, an impromptu joke. There must be plenty of holes in your knowledge. Uh, no. You have to admit it. Why? Well, by what rule of golf must I admit the gaps in my knowledge? Not but gaps, the holes. Holes. You must know about every hole that there is. Yes, the goals, the holes are in the golf course, not my knowledge, yeah. which there are none. <laughs> Do you know about any holes? I know of 18 holes. <laughs> well, fair enough. What is St. Andrew's? Then? What is St. Andrew? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. St. Andrew was the brother of St. Peter, who is the guy who lets you into heaven. To get into heaven, you must be kind and loving and live a virtuous life. But to get into St. Andrew's, you must dress up in clean trousers and say, Hello, can I come in? I promise I won't do anything weird like shit in the bunker on hole 14 and put a little union flag in it. And I won't say, Want to see something amazing? Then shit out a golf ball directly into the 14th hole and say, Now that's what I call music. <laughs> and I won't sit with my ass right next to the hole and fart on golf balls in an attempt to alter their course. In fact, I will sign whatever contract you require regarding the misuse of my anus. Then the staff of St. Andrews will produce the proper paperwork, which you must turn around, drop your trousers, and sign it with the fountain pen that you have previously stuck up your ass. They will say, congratulations, you have won the test, and you will be given access to the cocktail cabinet. This all sounds fantastic, but I mean... How much does golf cost? Well, if you have to ask, I'm afraid you can't afford it. No, I'm joking. It's fifty pounds. <laughs> just, just give me fifty oh, pounds okay. right now. All right, and I'll send you all the clubs one at a time and, and a binder to keep them in. Okay. I'm your way in, guys. Just give me fifty pounds. Give, give me, give me, give me. Give me. You'll, be, you'll be swinging it around with Donald Trump and all that lot in their swish Mar-a-Lago ding dong 
in no time. Here you are. Just here's... 50 quid. 50 quid. I'll pop out. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Give it. Give it. Here's, here's 50 pounds. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have you got 50 quid too? Give us 50 quid. Come can on, Steve. I, can we... I pay Emmett to you via Barclays? Oh, I kind of need it now, Come on, Steve. Steve. We can you play golf. Just give him the money. Oh, here we go. Hang on. There you well, go. <laughs> ah, cheers, suckers. None of what I said is golf at all. Now I've got 100 quid. I'm out of here. Oh, Dealer Zahara is not even a real golfing God expert. damn it. Wow. Oh, Earth a kit. You'll never believe what just happened. <laughs> wow, no. I'm Earth a kid and I just saw a log going for a big old poo-poo. please go fetch him? Do you want me to go and get him? Yes. We're all very traumatised. Oh. We've just been robbed by a, f- a fake... Golfing man. Well, in that case, I'll just go and knock her. He's making a lot of grunting. Just get him. Get him already, Eartha. Oh, and I will. Get out of here, you stupid idiot. Wow, Eartha Kit was just really upset there. What did you guys say to her? She was being so (laughs) reluctant to go get you. (laughs) Yeah. We just got ripped off by a a so-called golfing legend. He's a fucking hero. He took a hundred pounds of our money. The fraud of the fairways. I've given him loads more than that. And I am so into the fallacy of sunk costs that I will not believe a word you say. Well, you've been sinking golf balls. You can sink my cost, you piece of crap. (laughs) Oh, Jesus. You guys have got really hostile. I'm sorry, (laughs) (laughs) We've drunk a lot of vodka and, and we just lost a lot of money to a... Well, fuck a doodle poop. Fucking on the bitches, looking at the features. Um, I've enjoyed this episode of Regular Features. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I've enjoyed it too. Matt, uh, I've had a fantastic time. Yeah. Hey, readers, if you liked what you just said, <laughs> were you laughing? That wasn't me. That was Eartha. <laughs> Hey, readers, if you like what you just heard, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and chuck us a couple of squib squabs for whatever ding-dongs you think this is worth. That's what we call money. That's it's okay call. to be a, do Patreon again. It's like they're not evil anymore. So or at, yeah, least, they, at, least, yeah. at least they reversed that evil decision. They were evil for a hot minute. Uh, yeah, you can support us on Patreon. And we've got a cool thing coming up, I think, which we've been mean to do for a while, I think we should do, which is uh, we're going to put all of our uh, scripts... Just, we're going to like our Google Drive folder, which we have. Yes, that's Which a is great basically idea. our collaborative thing that we upload stuff to and we upload like, um, you know, a, a lot of it is just for like. It's got all our passwords on it. <laughs> so fucking, this is well worth it. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you could um, upload anything you like to our SoundCloud. <laughs> I mean, we cannot promise that like the scripts we upload will be in any. F- form of, of oh, we, organization. We can't find them, but it it, <laughs> it will just be a big massive document folder full of stuff. But if you just including dig... half written stuff you've never seen or will never hear. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but if you just want to like dig through and see the process then you can do that and it will be on your head. Yeah I've got one about a space probe that is half done and I keep coming back and coming back to it every time I go to write features like should I just finish this one? And, and it's like I wrote yeah, one that was like a weird fascist takeover of the podcast after Trump got in, which was like this weird idea that one of us had been kicked off and possibly jailed, and it was like a everyone else was just pretending it hadn't happened, but the time passed, and it, it, yeah. And what another thing you can do is just read my features and find out exactly how much I veered from the script, whether I had <laughs> those little moments, are they improvised or not? <laughs> Dog, you're reading from a page. Could you speak into the microphone, please? <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. What? 
stop interacting with me. I don't deal with that. <laughs> you can always come to our live shows. They're coming back. Did you know that? I did know that, we're yeah. Going, we're coming back. We're coming back to the Canal Cafe Theatre. Bam, bam. Take a break in January because it's only bloody New Year. So yeah, no one yeah, comes no to one's gonna do that. No one comes in January. We're but back yeah. first Monday of Feb, first Monday of Mar, and uh, those tickets will be going on sale soon. I cannot wait. But thank you for listening for another year. It's, it's probably going to be eight years this year, which is actually insane. Is it actually? It must be, because we've been doing this for a long time. That's bloody blinkers, it's that is. It's insane. So thank you very much. Even if you're an, a new reader or an old reader, we, we, mm. we do appreciate your, your reading ability. And can we do the tercentenary in Nottingham? I promise not to be an uptight bitch. Yes. I only appreciate the old readers. You only appreciate them? Okay, fine. Yeah. I only appreciate if you only started listening like, in the last couple of episodes... Fuck off. Whoa, Get Stephen. with it. Stephen. No, they Think weren't here at the beginning. They don't Stephen, know. Stephen. They don't know. Go and listen what? to a podcast that only just started. They don't yeah. know how, like... Go and of... listen to Slow Burn about the Nixon administration. They don't know what? They don't know how, how, how vaguely sexist and racist we are back seven years ago because the world was a different place and we were children. Yeah, watch out. We, we could have been really unacceptable, have we? Were we unacceptable? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like, we had features about Mugabe that were very low high. We had features about... Uh, <laughs> light-hearted features light-hearted about features Mugabe. about Mugabe and light-hearted features <laughs> about fucking, uh, like... Uh, pe- apartheid. <laughs> I did the thing about apartheid and how it was cool. <laughs> which, which, in retrospect, was not woke. We were joking, on. joking about Pino Goblin King. You know what's he called? Hang on, didn't we do a feature about Mugabe that was the limit? Was the joke I'm going to rob a wasp or Mugabe? I mean, or was probably. that just a joke I made in the I context of that episode? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of stuff which was just like this is the kind of stuff you got to go back and listen to. Yeah, yeah. we were either um, too proud or. We just forgot to remove it. This is a new battle. This is a new, like, old readers versus new readers. I'm going to, I'll fight you. I'll fight you, Steve. Old or new, I love you too. Too. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Goodbye and good luck. You'll need it where you're going. Until next week. Goodbye. Goodbye again. (laughs) And and good luck. And and good luck. I need you. (laughs) Until next week. Hello, and Let's welcome do this. to Regular Features. <laughs> <laughs>